This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Mets reporter Anthony DeComo. And Anthony, what can you say about this Mets team other than they, their pitchers can hit, man? I mean, unbelievable stuff over the last week. Uh, highlighted first by Bartolo Colon, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But also, Noah Syndergaard goes deep twice in one game. He's just the second Met ever to do that. Walt Terrell was the first over 30 years ago, I believe. Um, you know, Thor... Obviously, two great swings of the bat, but has he really? I know he had one home run previously, but is he really known as a, a pitcher that swings the bat well? Well, he's known as a pitcher that's, you know, we talk about this Thor nickname and the image that it invokes of this big, tall, freakishly strong guy. Um, so there's obviously power in there, and I wouldn't call him the best pure hitter on the planet, but. Uh, Certainly he can swing the bat, and certainly when he connects, it goes a long way. So he's got three career homers now. The two this week both went about 400 feet. The one he hit uh, last year went to straightaway center, just like his second one this week, Um, and that one was well over 400 feet. So when he connects, it goes a long way. I mean, three home runs, all of them right around or above 400 feet. It just shows you what kind of – raw power this guy has and i guess we shouldn't be surprised we talk all the time about him throwing 100 101 miles an hour with his fastball uh all sorts of velocity things uh breaking stat cast records every day so sure it makes sense that he would be able to do it with the bat of course and one of the great things about his two home run game was that it was against the dodgers so you get vin scully on the call from the dodgers side of things which is always it it seems to add something to any baseball moment but to have vin scully talking about thor smashing two home runs was pretty cool uh syndergaard also uh has his own catcher now right why have the mets made this decision to let rivera kind of be syndergaard's guy behind the plate well, Rivera is the best uh, defensive catcher they have in respect of, of throwing out runners. He's got the strongest arm. Um, I think that's pretty clear at this point. And Syndergaard has had such an issue over the past month, I'd say, of holding base runners on and throwing them out. He was actually much better against the Dodgers. Um, but leading up to that, I mean, five steals against the Reds, another three, five games later. Uh, so it was an issue for him, and it was getting to the point where it was uh, at least the Mets felt it was distracting him on the mound. It was uh, taking away from what he was able to do, how he was working out of the stretch. Uh, so as long as Rivera is here, and it seems like he's going to he- be here for quite a bit of time with Travis Darno's injury lingering, uh, you might as well use him. If you're going to use him, you might as well use him when your starting pitcher, who's the worst at holding base runners, is on the mound. It, it looks like that's a, uh, uh, you know, the Mets aren't going to go way out of their way to pair them up every single time. Uh, but more often than not, I think when Syndergaard pitches from here on out, you're going to see Rene Rivera behind the plate. 
Good stuff. All right. Now, we mentioned Syndergaard. Let's move on to Bartolo Colon now because National League Co-Player of the Week, he is pitching, I guess, as as well as anybody on the team, 2-0, a 1-7-2 ERA of the week. Um, just great stuff. Uh, made it into the history books a little bit with his 220th win. He passed Pedro Martinez for second all-time among Dominican Republic-born players behind Juan Marichal. But Despite all that great pitching, Anthony, all anybody's going to remember from the last week was one big swing of the bat as the 42-year-old becomes the oldest player in Major League history to hit his first career home run. Let's take a listen to Bartolo Colon's first big league jack. Colon looking for his first hit of the year. He drives one. Deep left field. That goes Upton. Back near the wall. It's out of here. Bartolo has done it. The impossible has happened. The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot. His first career home run. And there will be nobody in the dugout to greet him. (laughs) This is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon has gone deep. I want to say that was one of the longest home run trots I've ever seen. But I think that's how fast he runs. <laughs> and now they'll flood up the tunnel and give him his just due. His 226th career at bat. <laughs> you knew if he ever made contact in just the right way, he was strong enough to do it. And now Bartolo has brought down the house. Lewecki at second, two out, 2 nothing New York in the second. The 1-1, swing and a drive to deep left field. It's got a chance. Upton going back. It's going to go. Home run, Bartolo Colon. Repeating, home run, Bartolo Colon. Seven-line army in right field might tear this ballpark down. Colon carried his bat with him until he was about 10 feet from first base. He's taking the slowest home run trot you've ever seen. He is approaching home plate. He touches home plate with his first major league home run. And they are going to give him a silent treatment in the dugout. They have vacated. The Mets have left the building. Bartolo Colon is the loneliest man in San Diego as he reaches the Mets dugout. And there's nobody there to greet him. And now here they come up the dugout steps. Yep, wow. He, he turns around and says, Drupal Cabrera, the first to give him a bear hug. And now Flores, it's everything but champagne on his head right now. So there you have it. Great stuff from Bartolo Colon. And that's a great listen. And another great listen, if you're near Google or YouTube, is to look up the uh, Bartolo Colon Homer mixed in with the music from The Natural, because that's another must listen. But uh, the it happened in San Diego. Um, even though it was on the road, Anthony, how cool was it that, that the uh, seven line was there? There was so many Mets fans at Petco Park to see Cologne's homer. Yeah, including one lifelong Mets fan who, who actually caught the ball out in left field. Uh, he was there. Um, a local high school baseball coach from about an hour from San Diego caught the ball. He was there with his wife and his two kids and got to meet Cologne after the game, uh, got tickets for the next day, and uh, I believe the Mets are sending them uh, – a nice little care package of goodies for for really returning the ball uh, and asking for nothing in return. So it, it was definitely a cool atmosphere. And, and you're right, it's really cool for those hundreds, it might have even been thousands of Seven Line Army people who came out, flew across the country, you know, fun weekend in San Diego, but you still want to see your team win. And to see that, uh, that as far as a regular season goes, going on a road trip with the team, having fun, 
you know, that's something they're going to remember for the rest of their lives, far more than if the Mets had just won some game 4-3. to three. You know, you're going to remember that you were there when Bartolo Colon hit his home run and uh, uh, just a really cool day, a really cool atmosphere. People were giving Colon a standing ovation for his subsequent at-bats when he went out to the mound. I mean, it was just a really fun thing to uh, to see out there live in person. Yeah, and the team gave him the silent treatment, actually leaving the dugout and heading up to the clubhouse. It was it was great stuff to watch. As well as he's pitching right now, is it going to be tough to, to make that move once Zach Wheeler is healthy to, to make Cologne a bullpen guy again? Or is it going to maybe time out right because we've seen him fade a little bit late in season sometimes? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors at play there. Um, the biggest one being we're still probably about two months away from Zach Wheeler coming off the disabled list, and a lot can happen in yep. two months. Uh, a, both with Cologne, like you said, uh, there's certainly a chance that he fades here um, because these numbers that he's putting up now are really just, just ridiculous and kind of out of the context of what you would expect of him. Um, but B, you're starting to see now the Mets pitching staff, like every pitching staff in baseball is going to face at some time, um, Mets starters are having a little bit of adversity with their health. Uh, you know, we've seen Jacob deGrom's velocity suffer all season long, and to his credit, he's pitched brilliantly despite it. But now Steven Matz's elbow is barking. He's going to miss a start. Uh, Noah Syndergaard got his elbow checked out a couple of weeks ago and, and did not miss any time, but still it's something to keep an eye on and, and, and something, you know, probably to worry about a little bit in the back of your mind. So with two months between now and Zach Wheeler coming off the disabled list, you know, these things tend to work themselves out, and you don't want to predict injury. You don't want to predict something going wrong, but that's sort of the nature of pitching. So there might not be a decision for the Mets to make at all at that time. And if there is, you know, Bartolo Colon, to his credit, signed here, full well knowing there's a very good chance he would end up in the bullpen. He was okay with it. He was on board with it much like he did during the postseason last year and pitched, pitched pretty well out of the bullpen. Uh, he signed here despite knowing that. He signed there despite the ability to take a little bit more money elsewhere. Uh, he wanted to be a part of this team, and I, I don't think you're going to hear an argument from Bartolo Colon if and when the time comes to move him from the rotation, except maybe the fact that he wouldn't get to hit anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they'll pinch hit him a few times just to <laughs> right. keep him happy. All right, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Mets edition. For Anthony DeComo. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.